Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential plan on us. mintmobile.com/switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month, unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month, face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential plan. Auto renews after 6 months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Welcome back to How Are You the Wellbeing podcast. Today's guest is the first male guest of the series. He's vibrant, he's bold, he's full of energy. He's head coach on the Nike Running app, Runners World columnist, and he's super motivating. It's coach Corey Water Malcolm. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. That's quite the introduction. <laughs> yeah, it's all true. It's all true. Yes, it is all true, but I never hear it out loud. <laughs> well, there you go. I like to make people feel good, you know. Thank you very much. So, I start off every episode by asking my guests how they are because I feel like it's one of the most important questions right now. So, how are you? This morning, I feel amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I um I woke up. I had a amazing breakfast. Um, and then I went for a walk, and then I went for a ride, and here I am. So I'm full of full of beans. I love that. I absolutely love that. So I first came across not you, but your voice, <laughs> which must be so weird, <laughs> on the Nike Running app. Basically, I in the summer I did a bit of running. I actually did a 5k, and then we moved house, and just life got in the way, and. I stopped running and then once we were settled in I was like right I'm going to go for runs again but I felt like such a beginner so I was like I'm going to download an app so I know how far I run and then I went on the Nike running app and it was like guided beginner runs and I was like that sounds amazing and then all of a sudden this guy called Corey started talking to me and I ran for 20 minutes <laughs> without stopping <laughs> without stopping for the first time in months that's um, amazing yeah so amazing i was like i need to find him on instagram and then i found you <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to get you on here because i feel like so many people listen to podcasts while they're walking and running so why not get a running coach on here to give us all your best tips and advice but before we go down that route tell us more about you and like basically how you've got to this point Um so I got to this point firstly amazing that you found the app and even more amazing that you were listening to one of my audio guided runs um and the message that you sent me it was so nice warm and fuzzy um so firstly thank you <laughs> for reaching out um and how I got into it was back in 2006 I was I guess quite overweight a little bit unhappy with what was going on in life 
um, and a friend of mine ran the London Marathon. Now, what's quite interesting about that is I've lived in London my entire life, but I had never actually been to watch the London Marathon. I'd always seen it on television, and I always kind of said to myself, before I die, I'll eventually run a marathon, but didn't put like a day or date or anything. Um, And after spending the day at the marathon, I was just really inspired by what I saw. So I said to some friends, right, you know what, I'm going to run the marathon next year, and they all laughed. Um, but not laughing in like an evil way, more a case of you're really unhealthy, you drink loads, you eat loads of bad food, so how the hell are you just going to decide to run a marathon? So even if I wasn't serious at the point of saying that, I was now definitely serious. Um, so I just started kind of training. Then the reason why I say kind of training was... I didn't really understand the seriousness of the marathon goal. I just thought, ah, it's easy, no problem. <laughs> and I started training for it and training didn't go so well. I kind of, I always say I read half the nutrition book. So the nutrition book that I read was you need carbs for fuel. And I stopped at that. So even if I ran to the bottom of the road, I was having a massive bowl of pasta. So I actually put on loads of weight. (laughs) I ran the marathon successfully, but I finished in like six hours, 59, which I was like, I felt really bad about like my time but I had learned loads about myself on the journey like I cried a bit on there I realized that there were people out there that cared about me because they stood in the pouring rain for seven hours Um, but I still wasn't completely happy so I was like you know I'm gonna run another one so I flew to New York um, and ran for charity that November that didn't go um, so well either I kind of finished in the dark that was in like six hours 58 Um, but I was like you know what I'm just gonna keep going but I'm clearly doing something wrong, so I should read more. Um, so I just read more, um, joined the running club, and really like entrenched myself in running. So I joined an old school running club called Dulwich Runners. Um, I ran in cross country league. I travelled all over the UK running relay races, and like just really got into the vertical side of running, which is like just normal everyday clubs. And then I stumbled upon another running organisation called Rundem Crew. Um, and then found urban running and then I started taking coaching qualifications and that sort of stuff and I guess the rest is the rest is kind of history. That's amazing though because I feel like a lot of people would have given up at that first hurdle you know so would you say that your determination comes from your personality or your upbringing or where did that determination I mean actually referring to one of your first articles with Runner's World grit and rhythm where does that grit come from so the grit definitely comes from my mum from my gran from my upbringing it's always been a very I guess it's always been they may well be problems but regardless of what these problems are you're gonna have to face them you're gonna have to deal with them and it may not be easy but you can't stop like you just have to like if you want something you have to dig in um and that's what my my mum my gran my parents that like that's what they've that's how they've raised me it's a case of if you want something no one's gonna give it to you so you have to go and get it and if you're not willing to go and get it you can't sit and complain that you haven't got it and that's literally what drove me towards running because it was a case of just set myself a really really small goal just get to the bottom of the road and just chip away at these things. And yeah, I'm definitely a chipper. Like I see something far, far away. And instead of concentrating on that, the end goal, it's more a case of, right, let's, what are these little chapters? Let's look at chapters. And then at the end, you, you, 
you kind of have the book and that's yeah I get that from <laughs> from my mum because I've always seen her go after what she wants I've always seen her it's not even necessarily the struggle it's more a case of my mum was never someone to sit down and be like okay I'm I'm happy now it, it was always I'm happy now but what's next and that's yeah <laughs> it's a very long answer but that's where I get it from no it's an amazing answer she sounds like an incredible woman you know I've been brought up with the same ethos like you know nothing's handed on a plate you gotta go get it uh work hard play hard and all that so I can relate to that a lot when it comes to running when you say chipping away how important is it for a beginner like me I'm still feel like a beginner and I know there's so many people that want to be able to run for longer than like five minutes how important is it that they don't get ahead of themselves? They don't look at other people doing like 5K in 28 minutes. How important is it that they focus on themselves and just chip away and and, and stay dedicated? It is so important to, what I always say to people is use people as inspiration as opposed to, to make you feel like you're not doing enough. So how I look at things is everyone has their own equivalent of the bottom of the road. So when I say to people get to the bottom of the road, yes, of course, it is in a physical sense, but it's also in the mental sense, as in you have to have your own goal that is in no way associated with anybody else. So when people say things like, oh, what are you training for? I always say to people, I'm I'm not training for an event specifically, just for life. And my goal is to get better every day. And I always say to people that getting better isn't necessarily getting faster or running longer. Like for me, getting better is feeling more comfortable on a run, enjoying a run, embracing a run, like embracing running. It's not necessarily, as I said, about how far you go or how fast. It's about the feeling that you get from it. And people who say, oh, I can only run for five minutes and no more. It's five minutes longer than you ran the day before. So if it starts to hurt or if you dislike it at five minutes, then instead of thinking to yourself, oh, that 5K is in the distance, think about that small win, which is yesterday I ran for five minutes. So tomorrow my goal is to run for six minutes or my goal is to run for five minutes and feel even more joyful when I finish. Because people always say to me, oh, like, how do you work on, on getting faster? How do you work on getting better? And I always say to people, consistency, regardless of how it is that you're, you're feeling. Of course, if you're injured, of course, you're in pain. Then, like, you don't run through injury and pain. But if you go out there and things start to get hard, think to yourself, let me push just a l- little bit more and then I'll stop. Um, so, yeah. That's that's always been my my vibe. And that was kind of what um, I taught myself really early on with running because I realized that I couldn't run the 5K in in a specific time that when I originally started, because when I originally started running, like I had all of these goals. I was like, oh, I'm going to run this half marathon in this, this marathon in this 5K and that. And I realized that these goals were in no way realistic. These goals were things that I had set up because I had listened to what everybody else had said. Oh, like, what's a good 5K time? What's a normal 5K time? There's no such thing. There's the 5K time that you want to run. And you need to pick that based on 
what's realistic mm. for you. Yeah, no, I love that. And you are a prime example that this advice works because you're now a running coach. So, you know, you practice what you preach. And my brother, my eldest brother, he's naturally born to just run really well, right? He done 10K yesterday in 38 minutes. One of his kilometers were like three minutes and 16 seconds. He is like so different to me. I'm I'm a shot put thrower. I'm a discus thrower. Like, like I'm not joking. We like I've got bigger ankles than him for God's sake. But that 38 minute, the 38 minute 10k that he ran, he didn't just wake up and run that. And when no. I say that, as in think about how many years of training it's taken to get to 38 minutes. Like that's what I always look at because similar to yourself, I have friends who I have friends, I have people that I work with, people that I coach, people who coach me who run sub 30 minute 5Ks. And still, whether I'm a coach or not, I look at them and I'm like, how the hell do you do that? Me trying to run a 28 minute or a 38 minute 10K is painful but it's painful today. I know if I put five, six, seven years worth of the dedication that these people are putting in, like running two, three times a day, working out two, three times a day and just concentrating on speed and distance, I know that I could achieve that. But that's not my number one goal. Like that's always what I look at. Do you think though that genetically, biologically, some people are born to be better runners naturally? Some have to train harder than others. Yes, definitely, definitely. As in, like, I'm not built for endurance. I'm not built for <laughs> for running marathons. I'm going against everything <laughs> that my body's telling me to do by trying to run long distance. Like, I'm built for sprinting. I'm built for CrossFit. I'm built for, like, explosive sports. Similar to what you just said, like, I'm a shot putter or a discus thrower. Or if I could work on my mobility, like, I'm great for, for snatches or cleaning. But running isn't what I was born to do. Like we were all born to run, but I wasn't born to to be a marathon runner. So why do you love it so much? I love it because like for me, running is a perfect representation of life. And that is you get in what you, you get out what you put in, but it will throw a spanner in the works and, and just mess with you. And that for me is, is what life is. And I learned that in my very, very first um, running marathon experience and that is if you don't do the work you can't complain that you haven't got the result like I like when I look back at it I didn't train the way that I should have trained for that marathon I didn't eat the right nutrition um, I like I wasn't prepared so I got stung but through that experience I learned that I have the grit and the determination to to battle through it and yeah that's that's kind of that's what that first race taught me and now every single time I go out on a run it's like it 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 gives me therapy it gives me counseling it gives me time to to work through like my creative process it allows me to meditate basically running gives me what I need on any given day and mm. that's why it's always so I guess bad for for me mentally when I can't run which is why what you'll find is I jump in and out of loads of loads of different sports and cardio. And that is because I know because of my size, because of my, my weight, I can't, not I can't, I can, but it's smart for me to mix up my cardio. Okay. And that's because of your build, you, you know, strength, 
strength exercise, because that was one of my questions. How important is it for someone who loves running or who is looking to do um, a lot more running, for example, how important is it mm -hmm. for them to also strengthen their muscles and things like that? So these are all of the things that I, I learned too late. Well, no, I didn't learn it too late. Basically, in the beginning, all I did was like, oh, OK, so in order to run, I need in order to be able to be a better runner I just need to run more when that is that's not <laughs> that is not the case in order to be a better runner you need to be a more rounded athlete so you need to do your strength exercises you need to do things to to build your glutes to to build your quads to build your calves um, you need to do mobility stuff so you're not incredibly tight when you're running and your muscles don't seize up. Like you need to do yoga and things like that. So you have full range of motion when you're running. Like you need to work on your nutrition. Like all of these things, they're the complete package. I kind of know this because my brother's a PT and he taught me this. I used to just get on the treadmill and just run and I'd get really bad shin, shin splints. So mm -hmm. bad. Shin splints were so horrific. And it, I wasn't stretching. I wasn't... There were so many things that I weren't doing. I had really tight calves, like just naturally, I just mm -hmm. get tight calves. So I learned that as well. In terms of nutrition, what advice would you give people then in terms of nutrition? Because I think that's, that is such a big thing. If you don't have the energy to run, then you're not going to reach your yeah. PB. You're not going to get to where you want to get to, are you? So what I say to people is carbohydrates are not the enemy, um, but, they are all, <laughs> but they are also not the complete answer. So a reasonable amount of carbohydrates and protein for recovery. Make sure you sleep a lot. Because what I say to a lot of beginners is, is all of the hard work is actually done when you are at rest. So make sure you are getting that rest and make sure you're fueling your body so it can recover. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Vernon Kay. And I'm Holly Mackay. And we're here to tell you about our brand new podcast, Parenting Past the Pandemic, brought to you by Aviva. Yes, we're going to be delving into a whole heap of parenting topics from the generational gap to online safety. 
and some of the big topics which have come up through the pandemic, such as helping to manage our kids' anxieties and how we can affect the world they'll grow into. Parenting past the pandemic. Find it wherever you found this podcast. When we're talking about this, I feel like we're talking about people that are like dedicating a lot of their spare time to running. What about mums like me? Mm -hmm. I mean, I get good sleep, but there's a lot of mums that don't who running is actually one of the easier options when it comes to exercise. I also find it great for the mind, like your guided run as well, even though you were talking to me in between the chats and the motivation you were giving me and making me realize that this isn't about how far I'm running. This is just about me enjoying the process, taking it slow. I find that really useful. But, you know, what about us who maybe they don't, we don't get a lot of rest or sleep. Like my nutrition is um, like a priority at the moment, but for a long time, I wasn't a priority at all, but I still wanted to exercise. How can mums make little tweaks to their lifestyle where they've got children, because there'll be a lot of mums listening to this, and, you know, exercise, getting exercise in and getting a run in like once or twice a week is a bonus. Like what advice would you give them? My advice is do what you can when you can and don't beat yourself up about not being able to do it. Like use whatever small spare time it is that you have to stay active. So if you can get out for 10 minutes, it's better than not getting out for anything. Like for instance, this morning, instead of making our own coffee at home, we purposely walked to a coffee shop that was a little bit further away so we could incorporate a 15 minute walk. So if you do have kids, you can go out with the kids, whether it's holding them, whether it's pushing them in the pram. You can also do stuff like going to the local park and hanging out. Now, what I also do is something called Vibersize, and that is showing people essentially how to work out with household objects when you only have five or 10 or 15 minutes spare. And it's things like standing on one leg whilst you're making coffee, like doing some squats every single time you go to the bathroom, like preparing your body for exercise. So even though for me, running is important, what's even more important than running for me is movement. And that is just staying mobile, just moving around, just being active, like use the stairs in your house, do some reps, like do some step ups, like do some push ups on the couch, like involve your kids if they're old enough. And if they're not old enough, use your kids. Like how much do your kids weigh? Can you overhead press them? (laughs) Like for me, it's all about fun, functional fitness. And that is using your environment to stay fit and creating little games to motivate and inspire yourself. So even if you're pacing, up and down in your flat which I did loads and it's turned into a little bit of a habit now which I'm not sure how happy I am I find myself (laughs) just walking up and down in in my house because when I believe I can't remember what lockdown it was but you were only allowed out for a very small amount of time and it was like I need to I, I still need to get however many steps so I just used to walk up and down in my front room or in the house or, or upstairs. It's just about staying, just staying mobile and enjoying it. Yeah. So it's, it's about not putting your pressure on yourself and getting overwhelmed by everyone on your social media, reaching their running goals because they might not have the responsibilities you have as a parent. Exactly. I think that can be, for me, that can be like 
sometimes not I'm I'm not a jealous person but sometimes I'm like oh my god why did I not really appreciate all the free time I had to work on me when I didn't have a child like I would moan about exercise then why because it was a gift to be able to run whenever I wanted to run and now it's literally like right oh my gosh, look, I've got half an hour free. I've got, I'm child free, which is, I'm only child free two days a week. And I feel now as well, like when my partner gets home from work, it's dark outside. And like we all know at the moment, women don't feel safe, you know, running in the dark. No. So, so I feel limited, but you're right. You've made me feel better. It's about just staying active within the house, having fun with Macy. She loves dancing, getting the nursery rhymes on. And if I've got a Scott to Grand Old Duke of York, then that's what I'll do. <laughs> And what I always say to people as well is even if you put on one track and the only thing you do for the entire day is just put on that one hype track and just do whatever you do, like whether it's dancing, whether it's throwing wooden spoons around, whether it's the frying pan, whether it's, as you said, playing with your kids, like that's a lot of energy. Like that's a lot. It's not even about the calories. It's about keeping your body moving, like adding some joy and happiness to your day. As in, like, I look back at my, I guess my old life where I used to rave um, for eight, nine hours. And you think back to those times and you're like, how did I dance for nine hours straight with, no- with nothing but water and, and, and maybe some apple juice? Like, how did I do that? As now, if I dance for, for 15 minutes, my calves are tight, my, my lats are hurting. So what I would say is, yeah, just dance, have a dance, just throw on a track and, and while out. Yeah, I think, I think everyone's becoming better at like, any movement is positive and amazing. And it's, it's, I think a focus that we keep going back to is our mind and how it's making us feel. And I'm, I'm hoping that fitness and more fitness influencers focus on that like you are because it's been so focused around aesthetics. And I feel like you of all people really understand you was talking about how you started this journey. You were overweight. You weren't eating well. Your friends laughed, not out of being evil, but just like, oh gosh, you like, you've got a, a long journey ahead of you. I think that <laughs> this focus away from aesthetics and more about mental health and feeling good is such a game changer. Thank you. Yeah. There are, there are loads of people out there who have been been I guess on a similar journey to myself it just may be that their voices aren't as loud as mine or they're even louder than mine but they sit in a in a different (laughs) ecosystem or network but for me fitness has never been about aesthetics it has always been about I want to accomplish something as in in the beginning it was I want to accomplish this goal and I found I guess that that happiness, that mental clarity, like I found that on the journey. And I realized that there were a bunch of people who were either around me or that I hadn't even met that might be on a similar journey to myself. And I guess how I got into sharing my story was I just used to like write notes and then I started a blog and then I started tweeting. Um, and I realized that there were so many other people out there that they weren't interested in speed, they weren't interested in time, they weren't interested in distance. What they were interested in is like how running made them feel. 
And what's really interesting is I'm not saying there's anything wrong with running fast. There's nothing wrong with wanting a gold medal. But for me, there also needs to be, like, as you said, more more onus put on what else it can do for you. Because what it gave me is what me and many other people refer to as cardio confidence. Like running completely changed my life because it unlocked or untapped a bunch of stuff that I hadn't been accessing. And one of those things that was really important was like real emotion. And the reason why I speak on that is I remember when I first joined Rundem Crew, and I tell this story quite a lot, um, there was a girl called Aussie. Um, and we ran together a few times and just one day randomly we bumped into each other in a Sainsbury's and she was like, oh, hi, Corey. And she ran up to me and gave me a hug. I remember a couple of weeks after she said to me, that is the hardest, most rigid, unemotional hug anyone has ever given me. And I was like, rock. <laughs> but but that was, that's just before running, that was me. Like I was very, I wouldn't even say stern face. I just didn't smile. Like I was happy, but on the inside when running just gave me this, hi, hi everyone. And that didn't come from nowhere. That just allowed me to feel more comfortable in like being this, this annoying, joyful fly that just sort of buzzes around trying to make people happy. <laughs> it's, it's allowed you to let go. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's literally it. Like, it just allowed me to be like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm not feeling happy today. I'm going to tell someone. I'll have a cry. Oh, I feel amazing. I need to tell someone. Like, I need to share that energy because on my journey, I like, I was stealing energy from people. So if, if other people have been a battery for you, for me, you have to give back and be a battery for others. I love that. I absolutely love that. And you've been a battery for me in my running journey. <laughs> And and to be honest, like I I I'm not consistent enough yet, you know. Like I'm, and I hate to say it because I want to be, I want to run more because I, I get you. Like I feel like when I go for a run, like so much of my stress is just like left on the streets. If that makes sense. Yep. That sounds so deep. No, no, no. That makes perfect sense. No, my one of our first slogans when we set up Rundem Crew West was "Leave it on the road." Oh. And like I've got massive t-shirts of people with leave it on the road like I did a couple of events um and yeah and that's that's li- what you just said that's literally where it came from because I I was always of the belief that before I guess I started learning more about running what I used to hear from people was how easy it was and how you can accomplish this and how you can accomplish that but all people were talking about was speed, 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 distance. No one ever spoke about the fact that running is emotional. And when you go out there, you can like get rid of stress and problems. Like no one, no one was really talking about that loads. Well, not in my ecosystem. Um, so I was like, Do you know what? When we go out there, guys, we're just going to leave it on the road. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll write that down. And yeah. Started printing t-shirts. Amazing, amazing. It's so true. And I think because of this pandemic the last year, running has been probably nearly everyone at home workouts, but running like has been a lot of people's go-to. There's people that probably only ever went to the gym but yep. knew, knew how valuable or know, they know how valuable run uh, exercises for them and they've taken to the streets and there's so many runners out there. There's probably people that 
never thought that they would enjoy running that. It's really saved them the last year. I bet that makes you feel good. Um, that makes me feel amazing. Um, it makes me feel amazing because I realise that there are now so many other people out there who know about this gift of running when if it were not for for covid like looking for silver linings many people wouldn't have found it because what i say to many people is there are loads of things that underpin sport but for me strength and cardio or strength and running underpins many of the sports that people participate in so if you're a tennis player squash player volleyball player any of these sports sorry those people that play those sports who may not have run as much as they did prior to lockdown, now they're like, oh, okay, so I need to keep keep my fitness up. It's the same for people who play football or hockey. It's like, right, I need to keep my fitness up. Let me take to running. And it's like, oh, okay. So this running thing is actually more than just painful intervals. Like I can, mm. I can get some, some more joy out of this. Oh, there's a community as well that I didn't know about. Awesome. Let me join this community. So that then helps people's, um, mental health as well and I was even more overjoyed when I started getting more dms as in not from a popularity point of view more a case of people reaching out and be like oh I found I found the Nike app and I found an audio guided run or it's from people that I've been friends with since birth who have known what I've done for years and now it's like oh dude you're on the Nike app and I'm like Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I've been on the wow. Nike app for years, <laughs> but, and I told you about it, but now you want to run. Yeah, 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 running's cool, running's cool. Running's oh, cool because you listening. can't, yeah, now, <laughs> now you're listening. So I have like lots of conversations like that with people. It's like a aha moment and I'm like, that's amazing. Even, even if you don't become a coach or any of that, it's about you as an individual, like it's helped you. And that makes me feel awesome because the more people running, the 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 fitter people are going to be, the healthier they're going to be, the longer they're going to be, which means that them and like whoever surrounds them are going to be even happier. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I'm so glad I found the app and found your guided runs. I'll, I'm just going to be using them all the time. I just, awesome. I honestly haven't enjoyed, this is without me sounding like I'm really... I'm really sucking up to you now. (laughs) (laughs) I actually haven't enjoyed running like that in a long, long time. For me, running was always like, right, burn calories, reach 5K under 30 minutes, because then I will know I'm a fit person. You know, if I can do that, because that seems to be what everyone who likes running seems to get, then that means that I'm fit like them. You know, like it was always this like, competition without me realizing until I've reflected now and now like I done it was 20 minute guided run and I done 3k and I was so happy with that but mainly because I enjoyed it not because of the distance or anything like that and so what is the secret behind your guided runs like why why do you think like you almost hypnotized me into enjoying running how do you do it if you think it's because you've been where I'm at yes like that for me is a hundred percent what I personally believe as in it's because I have been where not everyone has been like not at all but I have been where many beginners have been and because I coached myself in my head and because I have coached groups and because like I have trap mafia 
Like I know, it's not even I know what I'm doing. It's more a case of when I'm in that booth and I'm recording, even though my eyes aren't closed, I'm I'm with the people who are listening because I remember experiences where I have coached. I'm in the booth flailing my arms around, like which is what has been really, really interesting because I've also recorded loads of audio guided runs since we've been in lockdown. So having all of the equipment shipped to my house set up and then like zooming or whatever it is with the studio that I would normally work with, it's amazing having it on video because you see yourself and you're like, okay, let's go. We're going to stop. You've got five seconds left. And like, like, I'm, I think I'm in the pouring rain. And what is also amazing is so like, I'm the head coach for the UK and Europe. And then there's another guy called coach Bennett and he is the head coach for global Nike. And it's him that writes the scripts And what's amazing is, what year was it? 2015, I think it was. I basically got an email and was like, oh, you do voiceovers, Um, because I've done voiceovers before. He's like, you do voiceovers. We've got this thing that we're working on, and we think you'd be good for it, as in I was already a Nike coach. And I remember um, them saying, oh, like, we're not sure how it's going to work. We're just going to kind of suck it and see. And we were in a studio in like Utrecht, which is in Holland. And this place was like a proper old school studio, didn't have any air con. So I was literally in the, the what's it called? In the studio, in my boxer shorts and my vest and just recording little bits and coming out for a break because of how hot it was in there. And we never knew what it was going to turn out like. All they said to me was just pretend like you're out there in the pouring rain. And I would do a take and they'd be like, no, 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 like more emotion, <laughs> more, like, more, more emotion, more feeling. It was like, we've been at the track with you. You've heard you coach. You wouldn't say it like that. Stop reading the script, coach. And it was literally that in the beginning, that first one where like a one hour um, recording no, not even a one hour, sorry, like a 25 minute recording would take hours. Now, however long that AGR is, it's taken me maybe 10 to 15 minutes longer to record it because now I literally, he'll send me over a script and because I've done maybe 20 or 25 of them, he he knows how I coach because we've coached beside each other as well. He knows how I talk because we talk a lot. I'm on Instagram, I do lives a lot. And he writes that script for me. And if it comes through, nowadays, I very rarely have to change a lot of it because he knows me. And I'm just like, let's go, let's coach. Five, four, three. And I just, I like, I love it. Like you can hear how passionate and excited I yeah. am now. Because it's so, it's so cool. Like you get to talk to so many people. Like there was one month where like 90,000 people like listened to to my to my voice and i guess for real really big influencers that's not <laughs> that's not a lot but for little old Corey from sydney that like that blows my mind blows my mind that's loads that is loads and like all of them would have like loved it like i did i was completely like absorbed by it you're really good at what you do Thank you. Those of my followers have messaged me saying, thank you so much for recommending that. I love it. I just run. Yeah, loads. I think I must have got loads of people on that app now. I'm like, Nike, where are you at? I'm like getting you downloads. (laughs) 
<laughs> and can I just say, all of the other coaches are also amazing. I don't want any of the other coaches that are on there to think that I'm saying that they're not amazing. No, no. I, do you know what? Not at all. It just happened that it was you that was on my guided run. So exactly. <laughs> not taken away from me. I'm overjoyed. So, Corey, what advice or like tips would you give to people wanting to start to run like how important is the trainers that they wear how important is you know I mean I like to do some glute activation before I go out for a run with some resistant bands but again that's just because my brother told me Mm -hmm. it's important I've got lazy glutes how important yeah what advice tips would you give to some beginners listening now in terms of equipment and stuff like that do you know what I never ever overcomplicate things for people when they start running so what I say to beginners is find yourself a a pair of trainers that are comfortable and a pair of trainers that you like the look of and the reason why I say comfortable and that you like the look of is because some people might say oh it's not about aesthetics when from time to time it is about aesthetics if you see a pair of trainers at the door that you think are ugly and hefty and not for you you're not going to enjoy slipping those puppies <laughs> on your feet and going out for a run so that for me is the first thing the second thing is make yourself really really small goals that are to do with you not to do with other people so whether it's just go out there and aim for for 60 seconds on 60 seconds off whether it's get to the bottom of the road whether it's get to the park just make yourself a small achievable goal but also don't be held prisoner by that goal so i say to a lot of people i've stolen this from someone is set yourself bronze silver and gold things that you want to achieve so even if you don't get to that gold you've still got silver and bronze that's another thing What I also say is if you're getting into running, if possible, don't just concentrate on running. Like, as you said, your brother said, activate your glutes, like do some, do some glute activation, like go onto YouTube or go onto like experienced coaches channels and have a look at drills. So what I did in the, not even in the beginning, what I did when I learned what I was supposed to do was I went out. I started off similar to yourself, did some glute activation, did some squats, did some <laughs> did some lunges, some leg swings. Like I did active warm-up as opposed to static. I would then go out for whether it's one minute, two minute, three minute, four minutes, five minutes. Like I say to people, nothing is 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 too small. Do what you can. Um, from an equipment point of view, in the beginning, for me, that's all you need. A comfortable pair of trainers. Now, after, I guess the next stage is to get yourself a comfortable pair of tights or shorts and a comfortable running top so you're not uncomfortable. Then for for rainy season, get yourself a nice jacket. Like for me, it's all about um, intelligent layering, like things that you can take off. So don't go out in a puffer jacket and, and, and jogging bottoms. But if that's all you have to go out in, I will see you out there. Like I'm not into into kit shaming people. I'm into grab what you can and do what you can as long as you're moving and start small. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Start small. And I think like as well, remember like how that run makes you feel because it's hard to get motivated. Like, especially if it's not warm outside, it's a bit chilly. It's hard to 
get motivated to get those trainers on but you're right when when they look good and you love those trainers they're comfortable you know you feel comfortable in what you're wearing and you remember how that run makes you feel at the end of that run or during that run for me that's the key I don't know if you agree no no no, no. I 100% agree as I have never completed a run and felt terrible about my life never exactly <laughs> like not once in the in the years that I've been running I'm trying to think like I've 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 come back and I've been upset that like I may have tweaked my calf or like my back might hurt but I've never come back and be like ah oh, I feel terrible or I've never come back and felt worse than when I went mm, yeah exactly and what about recovery so you've gone for a run say you've gone for 20 minutes or whatever you've come back what is the best thing to do? Is the best thing to do to have like protein or have a hot bath or what sort of, because re recovery is just as important, right? Yep. Recovery is just as important. After exercise, you've probably got a 20 to 30 minute window to get some nice protein and carbs in. And then over the next two or three hours, get yourself a nice meal. But that is all dependent on the distance that you have run. I, if you've gone for like a five or 10 minute walk or jog or run, you don't need to pile on the carbs or pile on loads and loads of food. But if you're getting to a point where this is now a habit, as in you're doing this every couple of days for 20 minutes, then you do need to, to monitor your nutrition and your recovery. Um, so don't overdo it. Like for instance, some of the challenges that I set up where I was like move every day, the reason why I was happy with saying to people move every day was because of how, I guess, how small the run was. Like some people can do 5K a day, but I never say to people, right, go out and do 5K a day. For me, it's about either doing a kilometer a day or two kilometers a day, or even breaking that up and running, as you said before, two or three times a week. And then that recovery day, lots of sleep, lots of good food, and even do some yoga um, to assist with that recovery. Amazing. Thank you so much, Corey. At the end of each episode, I ask my guests what piece of advice would they give their younger self? So that's my final question of the episode. Ah, the piece of advice that I would give my younger self is keep digging, you're going to be all right. As people may well see this smiley face on camera or hear this smiley voice, but like there have been some, some, I wouldn't even say dark times. Dark times is, is, is the wrong phrase. It's more a case of like, there were times where I, where I didn't really know what I was doing, where I was going. I, I didn't, I didn't really have much hope for the future as it were. And I just kept like jumping from thing to thing. So my advice is keep digging. You're, you're going to be all right. When back then I, I, I didn't think I was going to be all right. <laughs> Thank you so much. I love that piece of advice. I think a lot of people are feeling a little bit lost at the moment. So I'm hoping this episode will get them excited about running because it can be a game changer as you have proven. Oh no, definitely. Yeah. Like running completely changed my life. Like running, running has given me everything and when I say everything I mean everything as in it's given me my fitness it's given me my heart my lungs like my girlfriend my job like the fact that I'm talking to you now is because <laughs> of running like all of the amazing yeah. people that I meet the fact that like running has allowed me to travel like the world and meet amazing people like it's allowed everything 
running's given me everything and if it can give others just a piece of what it's given me um my my job on earth is done amazing thank you so much thank you so much for being a great guest thank you for having me hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.